The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. No. I'll be having it. Who be having it? That might be the uh the movie we be watching sometimes. Oh yeah. Y'all don't have a TV in we can watch TV on my uh, computer, though. No. So. Oh, hold on, hold on. Niggas. I gotta play it again. Niggas. <laughs> He's so serious. <laughs> hold on. I know it's the opener. Oh, my bad. I gotta play this again, though. Like, this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. No. I'll be having it. Who be having it? <laughs> that might be the uh the movie we be watching sometimes. Oh yeah. Y'all don't have a TV in my We can watch TV on my uh computer though. <laughs> no. So
What is good, everybody? You are listening to Oh, Where's My 40 Acres podcast. It's your host, Phenom Black. That in the background is some classic Denise Williams. And that other audio that y'all heard is y'all not raising your kids well if they can mimic your sex sounds. I'm sorry. That is just a violation. Like, y'all need to find better times to get your freak on than whenever the hell you're doing it. My man should not. My man, you know he at school imitating y'all, right? He done told all his friends <laughs> what y'all sound like on the playground. They all, they all at that lunch table eating their chicken sandwiches and drinking their whole milk. Whole milks. <laughs> While well, he is literally mimicking the grunts at, at the lunch table. Do you know, first thing, how Daniel, because look, every kid has had the scarification of hearing or seeing your parents have sex. It fucks you up. But do you know how many, how thin those walls were and how often he heard this? How often he heard this? Like, he was mimicking not just one time. He had multiple different sounds of you. He mimicked he, both of them. He, he knew, mimicked the mother he knew when and you, the father. He knew when you were riding. He knew when you were hitting it from the back. He knew all the different sounds. That's the only thing he don't he don't have no visuals to put it with. So he just listening to y'all in there talking about something. <laughs> <laughs> he got the pauses. He got the You can hear the strokes. <laughs> It is so practice. Like he he knows it all. This is every night. Like my man don't never get no sleep. He showed the class every day, tired. (laughs) Every day. He got his head on his desk. Wake up, Franklin. Uh uh. His friend looking at him like they doing it again. He like, yeah, man. probably already told the teacher I couldn't finish my homework. You know, just got distracted by my mom having sex with her new nigga. What are you talking about? And then he started doing the sounds. Parent right. teacher, you know turn, turn it later. Turn it later. Don't worry about it, baby. Turn it later, baby. Don't even worry about it. I'm just looking at his personality and this nigga sound like he sound like somebody's uncle who is tired of their bullshit. Like, that's what he sound like. If, if Mike, Epps, that, like... Mike Epps should play him in a movie. Like, that's how good he is. <laughs> And mimic it a nigga that's gonna tell all your business. And then listen, this this response by far is the best. Uh, 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 no. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, like, I know what y'all doing. I know exactly what y'all doing, damn it. Don't act like I'm little and I don't know. Oh my god, he's not even old enough to have seen all four or five seasons of Martin, but I feel like he has a his spirit. Like he he he's ready for stand up, dog. He is hilarious. Oh man, that little nigga knew it all. And he was just like, look, I'm just trying to sleep. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Y'all gotta find other times to do this shit. You I'm know, trying now you to know, sleep. you know they have woken up in the morning and come out and be like, why that boy sleeping on the couch? That's <laughs> because of y'all. Look, he wake up, you know why. <laughs> you know why I'm out here. You want some cereal? No, I want some silence. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god i feel so bad for him but at the same time i'm glad he's experiencing this so i get to see these videos because this shit now, is i've never that seen can be that so traumatizing can be it is he be doing stand up 
I remember yeah, like, I okay. heard my parents once, and I was like, uh-uh. "Somebody bleach mm. my ears, a- please." Nah, nah. Disgusting. I don't like. You know the worst thing when you're a kid is the time that like you didn't hear it, you didn't see anything, but oh, but no. you walked into the room oh, after. No. Oh no. Oh, you smell it? What? So those are, that's my, those are my experiences. I didn't hear, and I didn't grow oh, up and hear anything. What is this? But Why is it, but why smell, is it moist in here? You know, <laughs> you know what the it's other thing was? Feeling in the air. Boy, it's just humid. Like, you, you don't, and if you're a little kid, you don't know what that smell is. Like, you just walk in the room, you're like, mm, mom and daddy don't usually smell like this. And you just, like, go about your business, right? But the first time I knew what that, the first time I figured out what that smell was, we were Duh. watching Def Comedy Jam and Bernie Mac told a joke. And when that nigga said, he said, but Dussie, I was like, oh my God, I know what that smell is now. Oh, I have a name for it. Duh. Oh, it's just. It, it's bad. It's really like bad. I, said, I just baby. remember I went downstairs. And I was watching TV for a little bit because I couldn't go to sleep. And I just remember coming up the stairs. And uh, I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I couldn't even look at them the next day. <laughs> I, I was just so dirty. Disgusted. Like, you just dirty. Go for DJ oh, number two. I don't need to hear, oh, I don't need to hear that. Oh, uh, It's been a good yeah. week, man. Like, how, how y'all been this week? Y'all had a good week? Y'all having a good week this week? Last yeah, week? Yeah, man. Just- Everything cool? Yeah, man. I'm taking like my ass is taking insurance now, man. So this next check this I'm gonna get is about to be insurance. nice. I'm covered. <laughs> I'm no, that means no. I can take other people's insurance. That oh, means I can build a lot more. That's good. That means I can build a lot more. That's good. That's good. So, um, I know you <laughs> saw what I sent y'all about that uh something in the water sale. Yeah, that so sale. we. It's funny because the sale came out and then I'm literally in session and people talking about, so you going to that something in the water? <laughs> Bruh. You know, the so CWC. I saw it. I didn't click it. So is it, they're going to be like a, is this a separate? It's a local sale. So you have to have a Virginia ID to go buy tickets from a place in Virginia where they're doing a advanced, advanced local sale. When, yeah. when they're doing it again this, around the same time in April? Nah, this is like. Saturday. It's Friday. It's Saturday. Oh, this is just another wow. Yeah. So, so what they they're doing the is, is that it's a local sale, and I know my, when my girl looked at it, she said you could buy online too. You oh, just you gotta have a you gotta have a the bill address that matches your credit card has to be Virginia. Oh. So I don't know. Shit. Oh kinda, shit! Like your billing address, they really checking. Yeah. Yeah, because when you if you if you went to the like you can go to like the amphitheater and pick it up. But you have to have like you know just show your ID because you ain't got no. Now, now for for what I know, it's just local. I don't know if it's just local Virginia or no, like it's local, local. I think it's local like Virginia, the state. I don't think it's local okay. to like Hampton Roads. I think it's local. Who's all going to perform? They don't. They haven't Dang. announced any of that yet. They just announced. Oh, the that dates. means that shit about to be lit. Oh yeah, they just, they just announced the date. So they were like, it's next year, like April, April something, twenty twenty. So like basically around the same time like it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh they announced that they were doing this sale. So I'm like, I need to holler at my sister. Cause I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of like I hit y'all up, I'm gonna hit her up, but I'm trying to think of people one who live in Virginia, two, that got money. Cause I know them tickets ain't gonna be super cheap. So and I need when to get the VIP looked, section tickets. 
they were because me and uh, my girl were gonna get the VIP joints, and the three day I think she when she told me the three day VIP was like five hundred. That's about right. That sounds about right. I'd rather pay five hundred to go to something in the water than be paying seven fifty to go to fucking Governor's Ball. So there you go. I can I I'm can all, balance that. I'm uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, gonna say I don't know what the treatment is for for something in the water's VIP, but um, from how it was last year, I would definitely pay five hundred dollars. Absolutely for VIP. Who got start looking at the hotels I now too, dog? Governor's Ball stuff. <laughs> Jesus, they tickets go up a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, like every year. I feel like, and let and they and but their performance stuff has been going down as far as like stellarness of it, and they've been getting rained out sessions. So like, right, fuck all that shit. Niggas waiting to get money yeah, put back hey, on their card. Nah, you, dog. It got rained. Something the water got rained out. He gave money back. I mean, so does Governor's Ball, but it's like if you make a trip all the way there, I just feel bad for people who like us. Who was going all the way up there, <laughs> and then we can't see the niggas we wanted to see, like Kanye shows getting rained down and shit. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And that's old Kanye. Like, I feel bad for anybody who has not seen Kanye in concert before, like two years ago. Right? You'll never see the Kanye we saw, buddy. You'll never see the Kanye. Con- right? You'll never see the Kanye. That nigga is I dead. Feel bad. That yeah, Kanye is dead. Like everybody keeps saying, I want the old Kanye back. Nah, that nigga's dead. Unless you go zombie him, that nigga is gone. I know, like, I, I have not, I know some people have, like, banned him completely. Like, I have not banned his old stuff before he made his change. Yeah, I'm not fucking with his new and, shit, though. I'm good on that. But it is. I listened, like, um, I was listening to Spotify on the train, and, like, you know, I just have it on random, and um, I Wonder came on, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I miss this nigga. Yes, like, this is so good. This is so wonderful. Never gonna get this man back. Mm. You know what I miss? Even him, like, even his wife is disgusted with him. I miss my point. grandmother's triangle sandwiches that she used to make for me when I was a kid, and I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> like, the this old... is like the true. I miss the old Kanye. It, it, like, it is man because niggas did a whole like. I feel like I miss the old Kanye was the new hip hop is dead, and that's why I never listened to niggas who was who would say that shit. And it started to just become a troll gag on Kanye fans in general. Because I feel like a lot of people who said I missed the old Kanye weren't actually fucking Kanye fans. They were just people who was like, well, I liked, uh, I like, like, all things, like, all fall down Kanye. No, you just like that song, nigga. Like, you don't actually like Kanye, dog. You don't own no Kanye records, nigga. Yeah, the, those people who didn't that. like anything he did, like, after graduation yeah they don't like yeah, anything yeah. kanye for real for real they just like they like through the wire they like all falls down they like jesus walks that's right, about they it. like the the screwed up sped up sample kanye exactly like oh i, I know who that is that's shaka khan like kanye cool whatever <laughs> but niggas be on pablo he ain't been good since then for real nigga he ain't been he ain't been good since college drop okay you know you're not a kanye fan now I feel like when we say I miss the old Kanye, it's legit. Like it's legit fans going, I can't even listen to this nigga new shit. Like I like legit can't listen to it because it's so bad and his conversation rhetoric in between is so off brand, off base, off black. I can't no, listen to this nigga now. When I say I miss the old Kanye, I miss the the non Trump liking Kanye. That's, <laughs> That's what, what we I all mean. mean. 
<laughs> that's what we all we all mean. Yeah, that's, that's what we saying. Yeah. yeah, I meant yeah. We don't like this. I love Trump. I don't even like this whole church cult shit that he is doing. Like the it's a cult. erratic stuff. We we don't fool with that. It's for real a cult, y'all. Like I don't. Yeah, I'm, I, I know. I know some of y'all are religious. We got religious people on this show that believe in the good Lord, and I think all of us are believers to a to a level, a degree. Yo, the church that Kanye is doing that type of churchery. That's that shit is poison. Like, uh, uh, uh-uh. they they are encouraging his crazy, and they are encouraging his shenanigans on black people. And the fact that you will follow a nigga around the country that says shit to black people and black students during their homecoming on a black campus. Next time they cast the slave nets, how about we all not stand in the same place? Nigga, go fuck yourself. And then yourself self. Ain't nobody nah, bruh. Don't enc- don't 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 listen to this nigga. Don't encourage that bullshit. This nigga's a lost no. cause for sure. Like I, I mean I don't care how, how hard he jamming yo in the puke. Fuck that shit. Mm-mm. He is I mean completely like off the meds for like a year gone. It might be worse. He might not even actually be off meds. He might actually be on his meds, and now he just trash. (laughs) (laughs) Like, niggas wanted him to get fixed for so long that now he's finally fixed, and he's... And this is real... Yeah, this is him being full-on trash, because that clip... fully medicated, Kanye. Yes, that fucking clip of him talking to Kim... Let me go find that. That Oh, yeah, about her, that he didn't want her now. Of course, now to be... Kim said, mean, because you on your journey. Right. <laughs> Don't mean I'm walking with you. I was like, oh. It was, it was slowly. I, I, I'm kind of surprised. I'm not surprised that it happened because when he, I remember she said, like, when they started, like, I guess being serious or what have you not, like, when he started to, you know, dive himself so, so much into the fashion industry that he literally took her closet and, like, threw all her shit away and he was dressing her. Yeah. It was bound to happen because I was like, Kim could actually dress before she met Kanye. Kim knew <laughs> more about fashion like, before Kanye got there. Right, like, like her stylist or whoever was styling the shit out of her, and once she started letting Kanye style her, like it literally went downhill. Like these old, you know, monochromatic colors and like it just a hot mess. So I wasn't surprised that it got to the point where he started saying that. Because he figured if he was already, you know what I'm saying, had a big uh, say in her image and how she looked when she walked out the house, her kids and stuff, like, it was just bound to happen that Two things. he was going to say. One, have y'all seen the cover art or the, the picture, the banner that they use? So, you know, when you go on Apple Music and you pull up an album, they'll show you, mm-hmm. like, a banner. For the album, right? Like they'll show you the album cover, mm-hmm. and then they'll act, like they'll show you the CD album, and then they'll mm-hmm. actually show you like a banner that might have also been for the album. I just mm-hmm. went and looked up Yeezus on Apple Music. So of course, if y'all remember, Yeezus had no cover; it had no nothing. Um, yeah, right. just a just a like a orange sticker. No, it was it was nothing actually. Like I have Yeezus on CD; it's nothing. Yeah, you just, I thought it was, I thought it was it's your, a clear. It's just a clear cover. Yeah, it's yeah, a clear, it was an orange sticker. I thought it had an orange sticker. I don't Maybe know I'm if mine has an orange sticker. It's just a clear case, clear CD. There's nothing 
else really there. <laughs> it, it could be a. It could have been a blank CD sitting on the shelves that I was purchasing for all we knew. It had a, it had a red sticker on it. Okay, I remember. But uh, if you go look at Up Yeezus on Apple Music, the picture that they have looks like a five-year-old drew his idea of a cat burglar. You said a five-year-old drew his idea look, of a cat burglar. Go look burglar. at it. Go pull up your Apple Music and go look at it. I don't know what this doodle is. <laughs> Got a Yeezus doodle. And it looked like Kanye drew it. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right, right, right. Let me see if I can pull up my screen. Yep. Look at the Yeezus doodle. Oh, now let me look at this junk. Nope. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, no, no. <laughs> I am going to. That take... is the Yeezus doodle. Yeah, the Yeezus doodle. Wow. Why? I mean, wow. like, <laughs> it's a Yeezus doodle. It tell me Kanye didn't do this. You know he did. Kanye did that. Those are definitely because Kanye's that, eyes. That, that probably was part of his, you know, 2014 upcoming fashion line. Yes. So the reason I looked up, um, yes, Yeezus is because I was listening to, um, old playlists that I had, and one of the songs that came, I think, is like a 2013 playlist I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Best songs, best production of 2013 and one of the songs on it was i'm in it and i hadn't heard i'm in it in a fucking minute right oh that's such a great song yeah such a great song do y'all remember what kanye was talking about doing to a woman on that song oh yeah he's talking talking about some nasty he's talking about some nasty ass shit oh yeah fisting her fisting like the yeah fisting and and holding it to the right time and then Uh put my fist in like a civil rights sign right (laughs) and in the screen <laughs> this is the same oh. Kanye that is now saying this. Why is that giving you anxiety to say that? Because you last night I was having really bad anxiety, and I don't need any more negative energy for you to now say that you're not into me wearing a tight you dress. You are my wife, and it affects me when pictures are too sexy. You built me up to have be this like sexy person and confidence and all this stuff. Yes. And just because you're on a journey and you're on your transformation doesn't mean that I'm in the right. I'm in the same spot with you. So. Okay. All right. So. All right. All right. Cool. I love that he left the room like everybody in there forgot his birthday. He left out of there like a spoiled ass brat. And also, fuck your journey, nigga. Your journey is trash. Like if your journey requires you to attack other people, if your journey requires you to belittle your own wife, who you have two children with about her sex image, which has made her a quamillionaire that you spend money from like, and now you want to judge her because you feel like you have the right since you've been saved and started a cult to start judging motherfuckers. Fuck your journey, nigga. He's just very lost. Like I, I even remember. Yeah, well, one that's true. Like I don't like Kim gets on my nerves in, in other aspects, but on that front, like absolutely not. The fuck you gonna tell me? Like just because you insecure when it's true. Like you used to be like, I love my wife. My wife is sexy and all this shit like that, which is what you want to say because that's your wife. But now all of a sudden, like, you know, because you want to be 
wearing tan sweatshirts and sweatpants and you know cloth looking shoes that I'm supposed to look like that like absolutely not I'm not going to do that if this is what I want to wear I'm going to wear it I was wearing this shit before I met you I was wearing this shit when I met you like if this is what I want to wear at this age damn right I'm not going to change it but I remember um, on Jimmy Fallon he what's the guy named Danny McBride the guy that's yeah. on Vice Principals yeah that's Danny McBride so he um, he's in Charleston a whole lot now because he's um, you know he's filming I think he's filming like a little mini series or whatever and he said he's also been going um, to the state um, requesting more film time because he said it's all these bylaws and stuff as far as with South Carolina and how like how many hours you can film blah 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 but anyway so he told a story about him meeting Kanye and Kanye came down to Charleston to see him in mm-hmm. fucking July, right? So if you have not been to Charleston during the summer, Charleston is hot as fuck during the <laughs> summer. Like it is humid. It is. I don't care if we if we're by the water. It's humid. Humid. Like it's literally a hundred degrees, and then the heat index will be one hundred and twenty. Hot as fuck. Yeah. So he invited Kanye. Kanye came there, and he was like, "It was already weird because it's <laughs> July, and Kanye's got on this sweatshirt." And got these sweatpants on. Like, he looks like it's, like, he's dressed like it's wintertime. And he was like, I'm telling him, like, no, you need to change. And he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm cool as a fan. So they went out, you know, on the boat or whatever. And he said, like, literally 10 minutes into that, his, Kanye is, like, drenched in sweat. That's the day Kanye died. Like drenches, and I'm thinking, like, fuck yeah, like, I'm not like uh, the only way I'm going out in Charleston heat is to go to the beach to tan. No, no, like, I'm not be- doing no regular shit, even to be on a fucking boat on the water in July. If you live I, on I know the you East crazy. Coast in July, you know that right, your you know ass don't go outside in the midday. Right. Don't ask me to do shit between 12 and 3. Nah, this nah, year was, and this was my walking year too, y'all. Like, this was the year I dedicated myself to walking three miles a day. I'm telling y'all, it was, it was, people was like, how are you walking right now? I was like, I have just gotten used to trying to sweat off this weight because, yo, it is unreal between 11 o'clock at about 3.15. When the sun is high as fuck. <clears throat> right, exactly. Like I said, I go, I will go out, like if I'm home, like I, if I go to, if I go to Charleston during the summer, if I'm out like that, I am at the beach because I am tanning, I'm at the beach. It's a purpose. People thought I was jogging at work. Like I would come back and they'd be like, are you, are you jogging? And I'm like, nope, just a really, really hot walk. It's hot, Right. Any other time, I'm I'm waiting till the sun goes down before I do anything. But it was hot then hot too. Fuck. Even when the sun went down, it was hot this summer. Like it wasn't cool after the sun went down either. It was still humid. It was yeah, and that's Charleston every fucking summer. So for you for you to, and then you getting on a boat and you getting on a boat in the water where the sun is beaming down on you. Ain't no shade on the water, you bro. Fucking sweat. You got a sweatshirt on, my nigga. What? Kanye. That's why I said he's lost, lost fucking soul. I mean, it's the Kanye. white man had to tell you you don't have enough clothes. Um, and shout out to Danny McBride because he still has one of my favorite moments in a television in a in a film ever. 
I love Yo. McBride. Like I just his his fucking scene in uh oh my god, what is it? Uh the the ride joint. Jesus, I, I oh hot my rod, god. hot rod. Yes, when he beats that dude up when they crash into his fucking trailer and he jumps out and he's like, I've been drinking out and do all day, motherfucker. And he starts <laughs> like, oh my God. This like that's full on Danny McBride, y'all. Like he acts that way in every film. And I've been a fan of him since I saw that fucking <laughs> have you ever seen the film where he learns karate? No. What? Nigga. It's like his first movie. It is so Danny McBride. It is the most. It is the most B Danny McBride film. Really, yo. Oh, I don't because yeah, I've watched all the Vice President, President Vice Principals, Vice Principals, and it's funny as fuck. And I'm kind of sad that there is no more. <laughs> I mean, see, I, I haven't I watched it. I've just heard about it. And I know Walton Goggins is amazing and Danny McBride's amazing, but I haven't actually seen the show. The... So they filmed it in Charleston. So. um but it's it's hilarious. The, the he wild uh, as fuck. The the kung fu film or the karate film, and it's a redneck karate film, which is which makes it great for Danny McBride. It's called the Foot Fist Way, and that shit is hilarious. Hmm, I have to look for that. Yeah, Danny McBride is like one of my favorite people to come out of that whole. Tropic Thunder, Pineapple Express era comedy. You know the era of comedy. That uh, Todd Phillips claim was the last time anything was funny. <laughs> oh no, I'm not the look for that. He's funny. Yeah. So He's really, really um, funny. First off, shout to Mary joining the show tonight. She asked to be on when she saw that double uh, XL list that somebody dropped in our group because y'all hate us and y'all double like, XL list. Double hey, XL. Hey Mary, everybody. Hey, hey, y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Hey, my sound card works good. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Double XL did a list that I'll bring up later. I'm not going to talk about it right now. Double XL did a list, though. 50 no skip albums essentially is what it no, is. No, I don't even. Mm-mm. Nope. And like yeah, Mary said. I, I just saw the cover art and I was like, nah. The cover Can we art skip has, the list? The, no, we're it's not. It's a no, list and it's Double XL's list. I already know this. Is- <laughs> not skipping it because these niggas need to learn. What's going on? This bullshit. First off, the cover of it has 50 Cent's uh, first album in it. And no, you can skip the whole middle of that oh, album. What? Good. Oh, no. No. Y'all gonna stop with this. Y'all gonna stop with 50 Cent's first album, bro. Y'all gonna stop doing this. It's not a classic. It's a classic song. It's not a classic album. It just made a lot of fucking money. Nope. No, yep. sure like let's not do this. Right, and they made a lot of noise in the book with that O three. Like no. Yeah, we're not gonna do this. Not gonna do this. Go, go, go. So the next thing. Got <laughs> <laughs> my mouth shut. So when I'm talking, can't open my teeth, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Every, every rap sound like he mad, but he happy. That's the crazy part. Right. <laughs> so misleading. Um. Okay. So we, as a as a collective podcast group dedicated to our love of hip-hop trying to share with y'all our understanding of artists the industry and the way we see it have been telling y'all from jump that dreamville is a mess it is a fucking (laughs) mess (laughs) people act like we just be hating you know sometimes god just rolls on y'all on the page while i was at work i was like bruh 
What is happening? Bruh. Sometimes guy just just be feeling like he got to let you know you're right. And he does it in mysteriously vague <laughs> ways. But this, this shit was very deliberate. Like he was like, hey, 40 acres, I understand where y'all coming from. I see it too, all the way from up here. I see the fuck. When, when I saw, because I saw it on her page, like her Twitter page. And I was like, here we go again. <laughs> like, I, like, sis, you've been complaining forever. Like, what in the world, girl? But then you want to, you want to like fight bitches when they talk bad about Cole and them. But he got you out in the street looking like this. I, I'm, I'm looking. This, this is the way I look at the game. Yeah, people not even using Canva to reach out to people, yo, and putting shit on Instagram, trying to get new management and other shit. We're that's, not that's even. Her attack this strategy. Time. This is the way I look at signing to a record, to a label. And and this is just how I feel about it because unless you're doing it for some of the reasons I'm about to list, why the fuck you doing it? Like, okay, why do I sign to a label? One distribution. God, that's 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 the most basic reason mm-hmm. to sign to a label because most of them can, they can distribute. All your favorite artists that claim they're independent, they have independent style distribution deals with bigger labels that have just distribution departments. Okay. <laughs> Cause they are not, they don't have homeboys sitting in the crib, packing up and shipping their albums out to all of the best buyers around the country. All right. They got distribution deals with record companies and whatever that have distribution parts. That's fine. They're still independent cause they still market themselves. They still brand themselves. They still own all their shit, right? They just need help getting it out. Makes sense. The other reason you might sign to a label is backing money. Like you need promotion and branding money you need studio money you just need money to make music gotta pay people. that's typically why you assign to a label right there right gotta pay people so the label is like we're gonna give you some money to pay some people and if you're really good and you got a lot of tattoos on your face and sue in about five years you'll be a snitch we might give you like eight million dollars in royalties and label money to start off because we see your future is going to be very very bright like your hair it depends <laughs> Another reason that I feel like some of these niggas sign the labels or should sign to a label is because it is a home where you might be able to get access to things like business lawyers, business managers, and just music business people in general. Like you can say whatever you want about a label dog, but if you look at somebody like TDE, a lot of their shit is in home with TDE. If you look at the way LeBron James runs his shit, a lot of the niggas that run his business shit are his homeboys. They are them. He sent them to learn. They learned. They came back. And now they do. So mm-hmm. a lot of these labels starting up could do that. Jamla even had their own director for their videos in their crew. He was a videographer and he was a director. See, that's in-home shit because you would have to go outside and pay people to shoot your videos. But they had somebody right there that could shoot them with them that was part of the team. So doing stuff like that makes sense, okay? Ari Linux is on Dreamville, which is a subsidiary label of another label of another label. So what's all the labels? I Name them all. I don't know all them labels, nigga. Like <laughs> your your homeboy gets signed to five labels, and he gets to make up make up his own label, right? So. God dang! Somebody in the background, like you got to mute that. <laughs> they are they trying to get a muffin out of a out of an ice tray or something. 
is <laughs> 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 I don't know what's going on back there. <laughs> but um you 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 got a label like Dreamville, which is supposed to be like a more independent style label, right? Okay. If that's your case, you on that label with like 20 artists, dog. Yo, don't none of them niggas have a manager or a lawyer or somebody they can hook you up with as family, like point you in that direction. You got to go to Twitter and social media to holler at the people to help you. And you've already been marketed. You've already spent label money and you've already dropped your album. And it's like four months later and you're doing this. What the fuck are you doing? Also, you had a manager. She like Essence did a whole article on how dope of a manager she was. Was that a lie? What happened? What happened? The same shit that happened to the marketing for your album and the release of your album and the distribution of your album. That's what happened. Like you've been and Ari ain't been at that label for a year. She'd been with Dreamville for a minute. We don't, she had to have been with Dreamville like three or four years at this point, if not more. How was all of that shit? How did all of that shit fall apart after her album, got, her debut got released? Hey, man. <laughs> she. <laughs> I think I got to believe what you said earlier in our group chat. Oh. <laughs> Uh, she is a beautiful person and she has a great soul and I love her personality and I want to see her win. But I think Ari is just dumb. And I, like business dumb. And I hate that because that hey, I mean, cause she you. puts a lot of her business out in the street. Dog. And you, and you like if you need like I said, if you need new management, you know enough people in the game where you can ask insider information. You know what I mean? You you just know enough people. There's no need to run to Twitter when I can talk to Lady. Zero need. I don't even gotta run to Twitter. I'm not an artist. I could find a management for anybody I'm talking to right now if I really came down to it. You don't have to go to another artist even. Like there is somebody you know. Somebody Y'all know you know what city she's been? There's agency, there's all types of people. She lives in Atlanta. On top of that, where it's like, yo, you can like stumble on the motherfucking Atlanta. When I was there, <laughs> Funny chance. When I was when I, when I, when I Atlanta this past weekend, my Uber literally had everybody who was going to A3C. Nigga, I drive cars and, and albums. It was like, what the fuck? You had a videographer, there was a manager, and there was an MC all in my Uber when I was going to see my little sister. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so. Oh, in Atlanta, you, of course you can find somebody. Yeah, like here you can find. It's, I mean, re- I mean, it's not like here is literally the like almost in a sense like the New York of the South as far as for you know major companies, even if you're doing independent, just people that are managed that just do all anything you need, you could find it here, and it's not hard to look at all. Like, absolutely not hard to find. So I, I don't understand like why you would even have to put that out on Twitter but even if you did it's just very telling that you put it out on Twitter like you're that frustrated and like I said this is not the first time you've been frustrated about you know working in the label that you're currently at and I again I don't understand why you 
all of this happens and people are still like, oh, J. Cole is everything. J. Cole doesn't have nothing to do with it. Um, The fuck? Yes, he does. Because here you go. You have somebody. This is your artist. Your artist is venting consistently on Twitter how unhappy she is in certain aspects and you do nothing. So at a point like, yes, that is your, that is your, that should be a reason why you should be like, okay, why is she unhappy? Let's fix this. But you're not doing that because you don't care. Oh, but people, you, people put out on your compilation album that they were pissed off. As a <laughs> right. A right. whole person is saying about the, the lack of that you're doing and you still do <laughs> nothing. Which Verse is, was like, fuck that nigga, he ain't helped me and his dreads be dirty. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay. What'd you, what'd you say, Mary? What'd you say? But, but I mean, you know, but no features, though. You know what I'm saying? That would make Dreamville the <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even need to use your own artist. That's how strong J. Cole is. You don't need to use Ari Lennox to sing that man part of a hook. You don't need to have any of your MCs who are killing it, by the way, on any of your songs. They can be pissed on your compilation. You're just sitting there being great because no features. I mean, this motherfucker is almost like wants to ruin not just his career, but other people's careers, yo. Like, it's kind of amazing seeing how poorly all this talent is being treated. But he's not the only label that does it that way. Like, we're about to get a new album. We're about to get a new album from an artist that has been around as long, if not longer, than we've been doing this podcast. And I think it's her debut album. And I'm not here for it. I don't know why you. Are you talking about uh, Heather Victoria? Yes, I'm talking about Heather Victoria. I don't know why you sent me that. Yeah, Heather Victoria from Jamila. Yes. Fuck, man. If y'all get the fuck out my face, and you know what? Who didn't tweet that shit? Nice. I don't know because I don't follow Nice, or he doesn't follow me. I might be blocked from the Jamila universe. I don't know. I just thought, like, somebody retweeted, and I don't follow her, I just thought, somebody retweeted it, and I was like, no, this couldn't be a debut on vinyl, like, this couldn't be. What? And then, uh, vinyl, they Matt, got enough money for that? Man, Matt Killer put out a solo album sooner than Homegirl did, Joe, that's kind of <laughs> Rhapsody has that's put out 10 albums at this Word point. Rhapsody has an album for every season, and then their season seasons, and Heather Victoria is just now putting out her debut. What is what are y'all on a ten year songs about every woman to mankind and still sounds like rocks in her mouth. Oh, here's and Harry Victoria can uh, sing her ass off, and this is her debut. Here's here's my thing. I I'm just doing a Google right now, and she was introduced by Ninth Wonder, and Ninth Wonder Presents joined on YouTube in 2010. Yeah, I hope that her and Victoria's album albums at the same damn time. She could have taken about nine, ten years. Her her album better be about what the hell has been going on for the last ten years. <laughs> like every song needs to be about a year, and they, they, every it need to be nine tracks. Two thousand ten, track two, two thousand eleven, track three, two thousand twelve, <laughs> all the way up to twenty nineteen. <laughs> I want to know the the full history of nigga what happened because it's been a minute. You've been over there singing hooks and not singing hooks. For the longest, but still are somehow signed to jam. I don't. How does that work? Can you imagine being like working for a company, but you ain't been in to the office to do anything in six years for real? Like every once in a while, they call you in to fill out some paperwork. Like you might need to drop a hook, and then you know you go back to whatever your life is. I want to hear that album. Like I'm actually interested in hearing what that experience is like to be signed to a label. 
for that long. Like she's been signed to Jamla longer than most rappers' careers would last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to hear that story. And I absolutely am now expecting to see like talented Tim two coming from um oh my god, what's uh Sundown and God, I'm I'm oh, forgetting the, the nigga name. I'm forgetting the damn bank, the damn group's name. Was it was Act Proof. Act Proof. Yeah, I'm actual proof. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing like an actual proof debut album now because we might actually get it. It might be in five years we'll get it the same year that that next Spider Man film comes out. And which is sad because they've been over there that long, and probably still gonna sound just as dope as they did nine years ago. But. I'm just looking at this whole management situation with Ari and I'm like, I see you doing these little cute ass interviews with Summer Walker, but you know what? Her label cares about her. Yeah. <laughs> she breaking all types they of numbers right her. now. Like they're saying it's her numbers. They're saying her numbers are better than fucking scissors. And it was another art like, like, um, what was old girl from last year? Ella May. They're saying that her oh, numbers yeah, are I better. Don't, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't oh yeah. It was so much that, uh, I think, one of them, I think it was Top Dog, like said something like low key shady about. I mean, it was shady though, like because her album ain't better than Scissors it is, and I don't think it's, it's gonna not. sell as well as Scissors. I don't. I, I think that that article was like saying maybe like a couple of her tracks are doing better numbers maybe than one of Scissors did, but I have I, I I do not hear anywhere near the same amount of buzz for summer walker that was about SZA for the whole year of 2017 no uh, like i listened to summer walker's album i picked the songs that i like which is not a lot but still and then that's pretty much gonna be it like the SZA's album is absolutely much better than hers um and will be talked about still more than her album will be like um i mean summer walker does give you like old you know a little bit of like old 90s but i just a lot of her songs sound the same mm-hmm. so um and then it's it's just also very helpful in a sense that she's dating like london on the beat or track or whatever the producer uh. so she's getting a lot of the like i guess his top tier beats but um yeah like it's it's like literally night and day back half of her album is so i I was telling you about that there's a whole thing going on on twitter right now where they're pitting tink against summer walker because tink released a new song last week and tink actually released an album earlier this year and it is the same tink that was i guess with timbaland and was rapping but she now is doing Mostly R and B, same style kind of as Summer Walker's has a like a two thousands, late nineties feel to it. Um, it's 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 all about loving some ratchet ass nigga, and just understanding that his ratchetness and understanding that he like her because she a ratchet chick and she like him because he a ratchet nigga. Tink's um even got ratchet skits like calls from her home girl left on her voicemail type shit. Really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's super. Like we just we out here fucking with a certain type of nigga. Y'all know what type it is because we only make R and B albums about this type of nigga. And that's the wave right now. It it is, but it's like to to be able to know that Tink started off rapping and is now falling into this genre. And this is kind of where she's leaning to the point where 
you were surprised when I told you they were pitting her against Summer Walker. And there are a lot of Tink fans who are like, Summer Walker is cool, but Tink is better. And Tink should be getting the shine that Summer Walker's getting. Her album's been out longer, yada, yada, yada. One, like you had said to me earlier, DJ, I didn't realize Tink had fans like that going up for her. But she does. Uh, And I think I think Tink's album is better than Summer Walker's. Her album is 38 minutes long. It's 12 tracks. And she does rap on like two or three songs on it. And the the song she raps on, like Tink still got it. But even the ones that she sings on, I think the beats, I think there's more variety in the dopeness of the beats. I think her her context is a bit more, is a bit clearer. Despite being the same level of Ratchet, I think it's a bit more adult. It's just Ratchet-ass adult. Summer Walker's album, like the first six or seven songs are fine. You get the vibe. And then literally the whole other back half of the album could have been one song because it sounds like one long yeah a lot of her stuff i even remember like her little ep before that the one that had like girls need love and all that stuff like i it was the same thing like i could literally i picked and choose the songs that i like and moved it to a playlist and then that's pretty much it um i have i didn't even know tink started singing (laughs) because she was dope as a rapper so i didn't realize like that's what she moved towards and I don't know if she moved towards that because she thought that that would be more marketable for her especially with now that you're saying like she's singing like those I love this ratchet nigga sing songy uh you know um what's the dude everybody like Brian Tyson or whatever his name was Brian Tiller um, or Tyson Tiller or whatever who is who is yeah talking? Tiller yeah. Oh, yeah like I didn't realize like she decided to do that. And like I said, that could have been a label move. That could have been more of a mark, more marketable thing for her. But um, I mean, that's going to fade away. Like this whole sing songy, fuck this old ratchet nigga with all the tattoos and dread. Like that's just going to fade. I don't see it lasting that long, but they're all doing the same thing. They're both doing the same thing too of sampling songs mm-hmm. that songs from the era they want to sound like so summer walker has more samples on hers of songs that you you know exactly what song it is when the beat starts oh yeah because she has one that actually i do like called baby and it samples um get it together by 702 okay and that's, that's, that's london that's hmm i said that's the wave now why being corday yeah. has a song with chance the rapper that samples my block by scarface yeah uh yeah like the they're name? they're doing like yeah. even puffs uh, kid remade a whole fucking song with uh Total's old song. Like it's, that's oh, specifically that era too. Like it's that 2000 era because Tink samples. Well, Tink samples Brandy. She's got a I want to be down joint on hers, and I was just like, that's I how get old it. we are now. I, I know it's so sad. <laughs> that is be, these are these are what being sent like when we grew up. Like the '70s stuff in the '60s was being sampled, even so, a little bit of '80s. But now we're—I mean, you got to realize these kids are like in their twenties. I know, like young twenties. So that is old to them. Like Seven O Two came out in fucking '96. That's old as fuck to them. Uh-huh. We old, bro. I'm, like, I'm still saying. <laughs> I want to be down. There are like grown kids who were born in 2000. I hear right. I hear what y'all saying. I hear what y'all saying. But Kanye sampling through the fire in two thousand and two <laughs> is a little different than them sampling something from two thousand and four in twenty nineteen. Like 
I get it. But I mean, these songs. I mean, are but they all they, like, sam- they sample stuff from '95 though. Some of them. Like, Tinky. I mean, right. Not old as shit. That's like '93. Like it's old. Yeah, like, really. It's like <laughs> Wu Tang first album. It was. It was. These are old. Is, like Seven on Two's first album is old. Like these are. These are like mid '90s, mid to late '90s. I also think it's kind of like I feel like some of us, depending on who your parents were. We listened to like the Tom Joyner Morning Show and shit, so we were aware when rappers were sampling songs from twenty five and thirty years ago, because we had heard it. But like, like sometimes you'll be like, "I didn't even know that was a sample. I didn't know that was a sample." These little niggas are sampling songs that their parents are still playing in the car, and they still have CDs to right now. Like you could still go to a Brandy concert. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's and yeah. they're like fresh and new, despite the fact that they old and dusty. Some of them. I mean, I look, just, interesting. it's not old to us because we grew up at a time just like it wasn't old to our parents. Oh, nigga, I right. can't turn right. on a top no, 40 sure, station yeah. and not hear that stuff, I mean, though. Like, it's, I mean, the fact that Biggie got nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm like, I feel old as shit. Oh, <laughs> seriously. I mean, I mean, as hell. And I, I should you know remember know what I mean? that. I'm just being 40. That don't make no sense. <laughs> like, like, I remember them just literally there partying to them. It's all of it. Mm-hmm. Sampling, I mean, I even remember when Puffy, you know, when Mary and all of them started heavily sampling stuff and remaking songs. And that was like a big thing. Like, like, what do you do? And like, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole, you know, group, his, his old production team with like Chucky Thompson and, you know, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that was like a big thing because you had people like my mom you know who was like what are they doing like they're sampling great stuff for this stuff like because they didn't understand it like you know r&b yeah. you know with this type of sampling and or just hip-hop the stuff that they were talking about with this background like they didn't it didn't click for them like they thought it was a disgrace but then my dad loved it because mm-hmm. you know he was like, well, no, this is these are the songs I listened to. He liked that it was remade into something different. And then also gave him some nostalgia because he's like, I know what that sample is. You right. know, that's why he likes even that's what my dad, my dad always loved West Coast stuff because he's like, funk is what he grew up with. So he loved to hear all those samples being remade into something different. So it's, so, it's kind of like the same thing now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have y'all seen the documentary series Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Seen it. Love everything about it. Same. Uh, they Season two is out now, and they have an episode that's on like the East Coast, West Coast shit. But mm-hmm. while they're on the East Coast side, they have they interview uh, Nasheen Myrick and D-Dot from the Hitmen. Oh. And it's really, really, dope, doing? Like, really cool. They and talk they, about that tells the story of how he came up with the beat for how about the Benj- it's all about the Benjamins and like oh, how the Hitmen got formed and like why they went the jiggy direction and all that stuff. It's really cool. The Hitmen was highly recommended. They were making hits like, fire. Yes. Oh my god! Like I was just even telling <sighs> the other day, like I was listening to my life album, my Mary, and I was just yeah. like, you know, that's like that's all Hitmen. That's all Chunky, like Chucky Tom. Them niggas was singing background, like right. They, they were, were doing like, everything. They were doing everything. Oh my gosh, I'm not oh, for that. If you, yeah, yeah, it's really well worth it if you watch it yeah, because the new this weekend. there's about twelve <laughs> episodes, but all of it starts. It's basically it, it starts in the late seventies, 
and his, it is just worked up to about 2000 now. It's got to like Outcast and beyond. Yeah. And they go, they're starting, they go, they go, they sold back in the day, they go to different places. Then they go when like the South was first coming in, the early, early 90s with like Scarface Miami, and Willie D. Stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it goes. It, they just go back and forth. So yeah, when they doing the hit, when they did the hit, and they go and talk to people, like they interview the actual people. Everybody. Cool. Oh, from, yeah, from Cool Hurt to to Big Boy, like <laughs> like yeah, oh, that's so dope. And they were talking about yeah, highly um, recommended. When they talked about um, like the hit maker, they talked about how like it was all a lot of that stuff was all in response to Biggie's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were like, we just want you know a lot of the, like we we want to have fun, and then. Puffy was like, also, he's like, I really, he really liked the way Motown worked. So mm-hmm. he's like, so they were like, the hit makers were like his in-house band. Mm. And so like, we just went to an island and we was out there just making shit. <laughs> like, did all of, we just ran out of studio and like, I think it was Trinidad or something. Was, like, we uh, just that's there. crazy. Yeah, something like that. That's crazy. Well, you think about the amount of stuff that I was just about to Puffy say that. was coming out <laughs> at, with at that time and everything was hits hits like fucking hits. Like, like everything everything like even it's just crazy because like even like just for example like just bringing back my life like yeah chucky you know you had chucky thomas doing background you had others like casey you know and jojo and i mean yeah you know casey like they didn't marry but then you had faith doing background but then on the flip side you had faith you know, album that came out as well that was also fire. Like it's just layers and layers total and one twelve and just just hit. And like even I, you know, I don't know if this is just because of my age, but even like listening now, like back to that stuff, it still sounds like flawless. Like the backgrounds, the production, the layout, the vocal arrangement, like they were like slaying wherever the fuck they Trinidad, wherever it was, they was killing it. Right. Even crazy ass Stevie J, like as much as a fool he's been on TV, like no one can ever deny how musically talented he is. And they're like, they're not even just producing, they're writing, like they're doing vocal races. Like this is crazy. I'm gonna have to watch that. That's on my list. Um, I wanted to play this Tink so you can hear her. Her singing ting. So her, this is her little ting. I don't even remember how she sounded when she rapped. Well, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean. <laughs> All of them sound like that right now. So that airy, yeah, vocal arrangement, and like I said, that Bryson tilt, whatever his yeah. last name is, like trapping all, like the structure's all the same. 
I mean, she sounds like how she raps. She has that same, like, very high-pitched voice. But, um... Mm. Right. That's how like I feel. Said, they all sound the same. I think it's because we've been through this era already. So like, <laughs> like having to go through it again, which I can't say the same thing about somebody who makes a dope ass soul album. Like if somebody make a dope listening to Black Pumas, I wasn't like, man, I went through this with my dad riding and listening to his music in the car. <laughs> that wasn't how I felt. I was like, oh, it's so refreshing to hear something like this because I ain't heard nothing new and fresh like this in a minute. And then listening to uh, Britney Howard's album. Just to hear somebody that is talented at writing, talented at production, and then talented at, I mean, one of the best right now, unchallenged at singing. Like, y'all can do all this little, like, you could, like, airy, airy R&B shit that y'all doing, that's fine. But hey, none of y'all hold a candle to Brittany, to Brittany Howard going to these late night shows and going to NPR and these tiny desks and doing these fucking performances. Like, there's a huge difference. So I don't know. I mean, I get it. The younger crowd is really eating this up. Some people our age are really eating these albums up because they've been listening to that same music since then anyway. So it falls right into that gap. They're like, I can put this right next to my Khalees and my tweet album. And also for some reason I have, uh, I can't even, I can't even think of the, I have a, I have this, uh, this, this, what, what was her, what was her name? Carrie Hilson. I have this Carrie Hilson album too. I can put it next to that. I don't know why I still got this, but I got it. Um, I'm tired of them joints that sound like one long ass song. B, I just be like, it's it be just making me tired. Niggas be picking the same beat. I can, I can, I can, I can easily see how that happens. You hear a beat and you're like, yo, that joint is fire, and then you are sticking with the same producer, and they play you another beat because they made all these beats in the same week. So it wasn't like they, there's no experiencing using. There's no testing or really like playing around and experimental things going on with these beats. It's pretty much the same beat with the same BPM and everything. And that's what you want. And then from the other side, when labels do it and they back people like Summer Walker, if she's dating a dude that produces a certain beat that's hitting, then they're like, yo, we got a fucking Metro booming right here with her. We got a hip boy right here with her. We don't have to go out and get beats from nobody. And that's going to cut down on our expenses. We ain't yeah. paying him that much. Mm-hmm. So he yep. can just make the same beat over Pretty and over and over that. again. And what it's like, I don't know if it was you, Mary, but somebody posted that article saying that, uh, what, like 85% or some of people now don't even listen to full albums anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or it was like 15% of people who buy albums now listen to a full album. Damn. Like, it don't surprise me at this juncture. That's because you can just easily skip through stuff now. People are not as invested, literally, uh, monetarily or otherwise anymore in terms of an album, which is kind of sad. Which to me is amazing because. Summer Walker has 18 tracks on her album. So if only 15% of the people who bought your shit is going to listen to your album, why are you putting so many songs on your albums? Why are because you wasting so much? What song? happens is trying to that algorithm, yo. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know what song is going to hit. And Probably a lot of so many kids now like listen to, to like playlists. I've heard songs, but like, oh, I don't like that person's song. And now I listen to playlists. I'm like, oh, that song kind of good. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's that person. I would have never listened to your album. Like the song, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what song that's gonna be, what song's gonna hit. I don't know. I feel like most I feel like they know exactly what song is gonna hit because that's the one they release as a single. And then they release the album after that. And most niggas don't get past their singles anyway. Those are the people that's buying their albums but not actually listening to the whole album. They just listening to like one or two tracks off of it. So putting eighteen songs up there really ain't I just don't I don't I don't get it. I really especially when they all sound the same. Then that just then I'm really confused. 
you picked 18 songs that all sound the same because you didn't know which one was going to hit, but they all the same. <laughs> they all going to hit or they all not going to hit. You know, this, this was a roll of the dice of it's, One Direction. These kids are weird nowadays. Like, you see a lot of them like doing like the extended, quote unquote, extended EPs, you know, where it's not a lot of tracks, but the, I mean, a lot of songs, a lot of the songs still sound the same. Mm-hmm. Then you get the ones that do have the full albums. Now, I, I mean, I've heard like from, I, you know, from where I work, where they got young kids, like some of them love all of it, like from start to finish. Like we might think it sound all sounds the same, but for them, it's like a mood or like a vibe, like what they like to say. You know what I'm saying? So they'll they'll roll and they'll play all of it. They might not, it might not even stick as much, but it's just I guess the whole vibe of everything. I mean, I feel that. Yeah, I used to I used to vibe to Fifty Cent's first album. <laughs> now I go back and I'm like, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. not no more. <laughs> Here's the thing, though: Did you actually vibe to the album, or were you vibing up until Mini Men, and then you kind of checked out and went and did something else in no, your mind? I look, I remember really, 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 really enjoying that album, and I went back yeah, one day to listen to that junk, wow. and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> it's all those. The production is so dated, man. It's like all those synths. Every, everything from 2000, from between 2000 and 2005. Sounds like they were, trying trying to mimic, hey. they were trying to mimic what the future would sound like, and it looks yes. horrible. <laughs> and they failed. I just, oh. I don't know. I feel like I was the only woke nigga around that time because I remember getting 50 Cent's first album and being extremely disappointed after the songs I already knew from mixtapes and popular. Really? Radio. Yes. Man. Like, uh, this, yeah. I'm about to go pull this no album out. Like I hit, once I hit the middle, fire, and I was around New Jersey, New York at that time. No, but look, I, that album would be everything, and it was not. Yeah, really I, I even remember the mixtapes though, man. Like the mixtapes had so many gunshots yes. and the sound of a quarter falling <laughs> on the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the transition ridiculous. noise though. I mean, the, rea- the reality. <laughs> I'm is, not gonna lie, the man. Like, <laughs> Which you know, as much as I tried to did it, like that was like all that was played. Yo, on his AD mixtapes were better. Fifty Cent's mixtapes was better. I mean, than that I, his album, mixtapes dog. were good. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm, I'm not even. Look, listen, listen. First of all, he had like seven mixtapes, so you know it, it. They were all supposed to be like independent albums, though. The way he was releasing them, and it was like he was telling a one long story. So it's a saga of prequels up until the real album drop. Until he hit that treadmill strong, but they're just better. They're, they're just better than his album was. And I actually, I'm not going to, I cannot say that Massacre is a better album, but I enjoy, I enjoy more of the beats from Massacre at times than I do from the first joint, because at least with that one, he was crate digging through boxes. So he ended up with beats from producers that he would have never worked with. If the label had actually been like, these are the beats we want you to use. If he'd have went the Eminem route and just kept picking the same damn beats from the same damn producers, for 17 years we would have just kept getting the same first album from him you know but he's he stumbled he stumbled across a fucking high-tech beat for massacre and it's like okay damn this 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 is actually a dope track and i think they did better beat selection for games documentary joint oh no game documentary is is good i went back and listened to that i still some of the stuff sounds dated but goddamn that song he had with uh tony ayo the uh, high tech did. Yo, game can pick beats. Like I don't know this. Game like Rick Ross can pick beats, dog. 
Oh, oh game picks great beats great, but for he, sure. He can pick beats like even that that last Jesus piece album he did or whatever. He got some dope ass beats on that yeah, shit. Dope stuff. No oh, man, I remember many dreams. Even though it was even as Kanye. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kanye though. Beats and dreams was fire. Like yeah, of you course. Know. <laughs> like of course it was. So you know, but we you know we got the little groups now. You know, I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, no name. Well, I don't know why these niggas waited so long to, they've they been a trio forever, but you know, No Name, Saba and Smino finally have a name for their trio. It's called Ghetto Sage and that's their next I love project. that name too. I'm into it. Yeah. I, I mean, when the project coming out, I'll listen to it. Supposedly they're dropping a song either tonight or Friday. It's supposed to be because No Name deleted. Uh, every time No Name starts a project, she goes, you know, when she about to do some shit because she deletes all her Instagram pictures. And she starts over again. So she mm-hmm. completely cleaned off her Instagram page and it's only ghetto sage pictures up there now. Pictures of them at a photo shoot and a, a, a cartoon drawing of all I mean, three of them. All, all three of them have released good to great projects. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. And they've and they all been on each other's projects. I'll say this. I'm going to put this out to the world because we got listeners. Somebody can find me a fucking copy of Saba's album that does not ha- that is not work that is not cost $180 please please let me know 180 bro it's, it's it's because it's because of fucking vinyl me please man i hate them like they they get these exclusive deals with these artists they release however many copies through vinyl me please which is a fucking ripoff because you have to pay for the monthly fee. You have to pay a monthly subscription to get access to pay for the album that you want to get. So the album, 30 bucks and the monthly subscription, like 80 bucks. You got to pay them to become a member to buy the album. So oh yeah. Fuck that. If you, and Sabo, Sabo was actually selling them on his site. But once he, once he got a deal with them to sell them, they the only ones that had them. So now the only ones you can get is the ones from Vinyl Me, please. That's why I was telling you, Mike, if you wanted that Doom, go to eBay, dog, because this was a re-up for them. They had actually sold these before and ran out, and they just got them back in Yeah, stock. I'm definitely going to go to eBay because I'm not going to buy that many fucking vinyls. I mean, most vinyls I buy are from yard sales and like thrift stores and shit. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. the, the actual Vinyl Me, please version of Doom's uh food giant is like the casing and everything is actually really dope like it's, it's really oh funny. yeah no i love the packaging of it. i really want that record i just don't want to go through all the extra hoops and shit but every month i got them on me the list and everything saba is the only album that i will pay vinyl me please their fucking monthly charge to buy because i can't find it anywhere else for less than like 120 bucks which is insane because that's that ridiculous it's huh? like why is he selling them what's up have you tried up Discogs? Of yes. Yup. Oh, they had the same way. Yup. I've got some nice rare joys from there before. I it's the, these it happens to a lot. Like No Name's album was like there for a while before she redid Telephone. When she before she re-released Telephone and nobody knew if they were if we were gonna get any more. You couldn't find Telephone for less than one hundred and twenty bucks, and that was a deal that they did through Vinyl Me Please too. It wasn't just through her site. You know. I'm just, I'm just not, a, I'm really just not a fan of Vinyl Me Please right now. That shit irks me when they do them special deals with them, and I can only get the album from them. 
Cause I don't want to support no, I don't want to support no like vinyl loot crate. That's not how I buy, that's not how I listen to music. And I definitely don't want to pay a membership fee when I also got to pay for the record. Mm-hmm. Now when it's 50 to $80 a month, are you fucking serious? Or every three months, I don't spend $80 every three months on vinyls. Are you, dog, <laughs> come on. That is, that's infuriating. That's but I cannot get Saba's album. I cannot get care for me on vinyl. Unless I'm willing to give somebody a grip. For an album that, listen, I love Saba's album. That vinyl is not worth $180. Like, it's not that rare. Y'all just know the only other place we could get it from was Vinyl Me Please. So y'all done <laughs> jacked up the fucking price. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's trash. Like it's just it's just trash that like for vinyls to have made a comeback and for a service now to be kind of monopolizing the corner of the market mm-hmm. and it's run by white dudes and Taking they get advantage. these deals with black artists like it's really fucking annoying. Yeah, taking advantage—that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody can help, I'd please appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll applaud you for your services. Okay, okay. Um, let's 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 do this double XL list since we got on fifty cent any fucking way. I was hoping I didn't miss it. I had to go reset my router. My internet was being crazy. Oh no no no! I'm going to pull it. I had up the internet. internet going nuts. Pulled all these album titles out of a fucking hat because I don't understand. <laughs> what she, what oh, is there a copy of this I can follow? It's in with. the group. It's on the Facebook page. Yeah, but I gotta go log into Facebook on my computer. Bro, don't you have a phone? <laughs> Wait, where's your phone, dog? Where's your cell phone? Yeah, but the cell phone screen is so small. Oh, nigga, I'm not doing this with you. No, no, sir. <laughs> this, this, this is they may be like me and just be surprised. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm gonna do Twan. I'm gonna be surprised. Surprised with disappointment? Yes. Okay. Well we'll 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 go with that. It'd be great, guys. Out of the fifty, I'm looking for ten solid. Okay. Let's see if we can get ten solid. <laughs> if I can What's get twenty percent again. They didn't number these either. No, they just put them in alphabetical orders. That's no, the this easy way so slash lazy. Smart way to do it. I mean, so I, basically, fifty like, songs. album on here. This is all invalid. Ah, it's not all invalid, but she's <laughs> going to invalidate the whole so, list. So my, it's basically, oh, it's invalid. All right, so here we go. Here we go. The first album is Twenty One and Over with the Alcoholics. I haven't oh, heard dude, it. Tell Mike what, it, what the whole list is about. Oh, okay. So I'll just read what they wrote. Long before the streaming <laughs> era made okay. playlist king. The crown and attribute of a great album was no skips. The ability to play a project in its entirety without oh, interruption. Oh, okay. That's an elusive it's, feature, particularly I mean, in hip-hop. Oh, oh, it, we always had the ability, as if you wanted to. <laughs> like, it was like we didn't have the technology. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and even and more fast so... Fast forward been existing for a long time. And even more so in a time when beefing up a track list can read greater payouts for its creator. Yet every now and then, a rapper will drop a truly solid project that you can just ride Why out to. Why are you talking like this? <laughs> because I feel like that's how the person who wrote this and made this list talks. Oh it's God. refreshing when you hear these projects that are stacked from front to back. There's something about not mashing the next track button and letting the project play. No need to take your phone out of your pocket or reach for the controls in your car crib. Because in my crib, I'll be reaching for controls. 
as such double xl is highlighting half a hundred out nigga half a hundred albums you, you mean this ain't 50 <laughs> goddamn ti motherfucker <laughs> Uh, the unscrupulous discerning of the the unscrupulous discerning of the discography and limitation of this album list, nigga. Shut up! Like highlighting half a hundred albums that meet this distinction. The list is not definitive, and while many of these are undisputed classics, some are less herald works that nevertheless pass. Right, let me pull up iTunes. Hold up. How you gonna make a list and they say it's not definitive? Because, <laughs> because, nigga, you lie. Because lies. <laughs> Take a trip down memory lane and reflect on 50 Stella. He just changed what this was. This went from no skip albums to 50 Stella albums with nary a white good track. album. Bro, are you serious? Oh, no, first, of, <laughs> first of all, he used my word nary, which I really do not appreciate. Like, you stole this from me, dog. And Stella also is mine. 50 Stella albums with nary a whack track. That's a whack ass ending to a sentence, but here we go. So I feel like we should, Brandon, you name it, and we just going to all say, you just go around, we're going to say, yeah, nay. No, no, all of y'all gonna have to say it at the same time because we ain't gonna go through all five people for every. No, we ain't got that. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, just yeah, say yeah. we go say no, yeah. Not man. a dissertation. Just yeah. yeah, yeah I was no, about to say, yeah, I'm not gonna be like, no, like you ain't gotta go to each person. Yeah, I'm not. Going, yeah, nay, this bitch. The albums. Okay, twenty one and over by the Alcoholics. Never I ain't heard it. Never heard it. It's fun. <laughs> okay, I'm young go. though. Wow. This is like okay. Is it no, get my gray hairs after you said you young after that. Hey guys, ain't that <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. It's fifty albums, please. All right, twenty fourteen Forest Hill Fuck Drive. That. <laughs> Fuck it. No. Fuck it. I, knew, I already knew Wait, the second one. Twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive, J Cole. Oh, no. wah, wah, wah. that nigga can fall off that roof. Okay, a Prince Among Thieves, Prince Paul. Never heard it. Never heard it. Yeah, I hadn't heard it in a long time. Song, it's not a great album. At what cost? Gold Link. Okay, I'll agree with that one. I like it. I actually don't skip any tracks. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good album. B by Common. Agreed. Yes. 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 Below the Heavens. Blue and Exile. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. That shit is a classic. Are you counting Twan? We got three. Big Fish Theory. Vince Staples. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Black on both sides. Most Def. Agreed. Oh, it's a classic. Oh, classic. yeah. Black Trash, the autobiography of Kirk Jones, Sticky Fingers. And he got cornrows on the cover. He got fake cornrows on the cover, too. No. Oh, man. Boy Meets Boy You went so well. Boy Meets World for Sean. So, no. Um, nah. I don't remember the track list from this album. No. Me neither. I remember the album not like that. So for Sean, it is. And I fuck Fashon, with Fat Sean Heavy. I just don't know. For Sean is a dope one. album, and you would have been better off going with his remake of Illmatic than this. Yes, that shit was great. So we'll see if that's on your list. If you're a real For Sean fan, uh, damn Kendrick Lamar, of course. What? Yeah, absolutely. Daytona by Pusha T. Not with this ugly ass kitchen cover. No. No. That's the cover. A bathroom that's covered only, in mold. Only has seven songs though. I mean that's the that's that's the whole remember the whole concert I mean, that was like Whitney's uh Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I get it. He's trash. Uh D- DST future. I'm fire though. I'll say yes. Uh, I'll say yes. Cause I didn't skip I, I feel like there's skippables on Dirty Sprite <laughs> yeah. too. There are skippables, but I didn't skip anything. <laughs> so, I got it. I got to say no. I mean, it's a good album, though. What's on this album? So, uh, dis- Disposable Arts. He has arts. 18 goddamn songs on that shit. Yeah, Disposable Arts, anyway. Master Ace. I, I've Real never heard it. Trash. It's a solid album. A few skips, but not really a lot. Yeah, it's a solid album. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, death certificate, Ice Cube. I'm not Ice Cube fan, so y'all can have this one. Neither am I. Classic apple Yeah, it's classic. Are we gonna put that up there? All right, Does we have seven now. Okay, uh, enter enter the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. Yes, yes, one hundred percent, perfect. Uh, fear of a Black Planet, Public Enemy. I don't care about Public Enemy albums. So, classic fear of a Black Planet is good. It's classic. Yeah. Oh, this this is gonna be interesting. Food and liquor, Lupe Fiasco. Uh, oh. I think I'm is gonna get my noodles on that note. <laughs> No skips. I, uh, it's a good album. No, no, dude, no. This is the no skips list, dog. No skips. I know. I gotta look at the track list. That's what I'm pulling up on my iTunes right now. Okay, if this was I the don't one, remember if, the exact if, track list. If we're talking about the food and liquor that leaked, yes. If we're talking about the one that label released because the other one leaked, no. It's got skippables. Uh, the song you skip. I don't remember, but it definitely had them because I remember skipping them. Kick push two is a skippable. Uh, oh, all right, well, if you got one skip, but we're good. That's All right, keep good. going. Not for, you can't have nary a skip, so one is more than nary. nary. All right. You guys think Lasers has any skippables? Yes. <laughs> the yes. whole year of his life. Yeah, right. All of it? Okay, so uh, get rich or die nope. <laughs> <laughs> you skip P-I-M-P, son? <laughs> no, I skipped 21 questions. I don't know what you heard about me. Hmm. Uh, good kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Yes, no skips. Hardcore, hardcore by Little Kim. I, I feel like they were skips, yeah, but I don't remember the songs that are great on that album. Are great, but there are some I feel great like songs. I put up there for the skips for the skits. I don't there, hear those. there are a lot of skips. Are there skits? There are skips. It's bad boy, so of course there's skits. But Hell Half No Fury clips. Yes, no skips. Yes. No skips. We had eleven. This is fire. Ill Old Ma- me would have said uh, something different. But... Oh, really? Um, okay. You know, I had an issue with, with that album because I always felt like, because you know, that was like Pharrell only beats, yep. not Pharrell and Chad. So I always felt like all the beats felt unfinished in certain spots. But oh, okay. Okay. I don't feel like it anymore. Illmatic. Nas. No. No, <laughs> Illmatic is 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 Illmatic is certified, man. Not this catalog after Illmatic is obviously dubious in many spots, but not that. Yeah, that's, like, that's a classic. That's no skip for me. Perfect, perfect lift of songs, perfect close up, perfect. Close. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Isla, Kevin Gates. I, I don't listen to Kevin Gates. <laughs> Isaiah, I believe. I, I'm calling it Isla. <laughs> Why is, is it really Isaiah? Isaiah? It is really Isaiah. Hey, dog, no, it's Isla because that's an L. No, Isaiah is like his child's name or something like uh, that. A question, are y'all looking at the way this shit is spelled? It ain't an I. That's not an I. It's Isla. Go oh, damn, you spelled. right. You it's right. Isla. Wow. <laughs> I can read. I try to give him some credit. I, whatever. I don't know this album. The fact that clearly. the album is supposed to be called Isaiah, but it's spelled Isla is why I'm giving it a no. Again. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a no again. So, um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot DMX. I don't... Uh, I will I say yes. Like there are skippable. That album is great. There is something that you could skip, but I can tolerate it. So I give it... I'll give it a yes. We giving, Is that the pass? I'll give it a is yes. Is that the I can standard tolerate. we're holding it up to? That's fine. I'm just saying... Okay. Me. I'm like y'all it's can say a no. Good album. Saying, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying for yeah. me it's a yes. Y'all can say no. Uh, I'm saying for me. Is it consensus? Uh, is yay or nay? Yay. 
Yeah. I'm giving it uh, There's 19 songs in that. And any album with 19 songs can't all be good, is what I'm <laughs> Just my, just my I number. Gotta, can we sure. There's one album I can think of with that many songs where I never skip it. And that's uh, the Mad Villain album. Can we come up with and a those new... songs are like two minutes. Yeah, it was like, like two minutes at most. Two yeah, minutes. exactly. So it's a short record. Hey, still. hey, dog, can we come up with something new besides Ye? Because he's dead. Can we do? Can we? Can you know what, sir? <laughs> wow! Wow! Because he's an MC Mega Church mode now. Okay, we just have a different stages. Of yo, mode. MC Mega Church is kind of an yo. amazing name. <laughs> it is. He's MC Mega Church, yo, because he's on his like pseudo God stage right now. He's trying to get all of us onto his gospel remix train, and I personally his wife who is not oh, feeling it. Right. I mean, this is cold. Gospel remix. All right. I, 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 I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said this. We're off track. Um, all right, so we go, we right. putting we putting DMX down thirteen. We got thirteen we out of I don't know how many you went through. So anyway, well since they're not numbered, uh, Ti's King. No, no, not track. Good album. No, though. even though King Good got album. fire ass shit, that got top fire back. Top back is like one of Ti's best songs. But no, yep, okay. Um, <laughs> Late registration by Kanye West, which I also think has nineteen songs or twenty one songs. Yeah, okay. but yes. If- See, that's one is perfect. Really, it's perfect. There's always one song I skip every single time. I what know. is it? That Brandy song. Hey, what? Oh, what? I don't wait. Know. And, and, the, and the reason I skip it is because the verse, the verse he put up there is a verse that he released on a mixtape. That's why you skip so it. That's a lot of stuff on there. That like, was a mixtape he did with uh, Bring Me Down, I believe is with, the name of that. Uh, yeah, the mixtape he did with like most Def and them. God. And that shit was hey. fire. And he used the same verse. And I had to hear that verse and Brandy. I skip it every single time. That's that's just, I mean, I'm going to put the yay up there. Oh my God. Hey. Like he redid late. Because late, I remember late had like the old version. I, had, be, I uh, just had to be honest with my on it. I feel you. That song about his mother also is was from a mixtape. So let's let's just get over it. No, I mean, but it's a whole different beat, whole different thing. Come I on. just that's I skip it Come every on. time. Stop. Roses. I remember mean, my first heard Roses. I was like, what's going you on? You being petty. Baby? So anyway, um, let's that's get an it. Absolute yes, though. Let's get it. Thug Motivation One Hundred One by Jeezy. No Jeezy album has non is non skippable tracks on it. I'm sorry. Like it's a great no, album though. It was a great it's album. A vibe. <laughs> It's so fun. <laughs> like no. See, no, honestly, that's a great description of a young Jeezy album, but it, this is what does that All right, and that shit was so live when he did and all I... of them songs live for his ten year anniversary. How many more albums concert. he got? <laughs> oh my god! Listen, yay or nay? <laughs> god, life, life after death. The say- Notorious B.I.G. album. No. Uh, no, I've been skipping some songs on that one, even though it's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's it's a great album, but it's too goddamn long. Most rappers cast to me cannot do double albums. No, another bitch. I normally skip. No, uh, hey, hey, stop, stop it. Rock Marciano. Mark I'll Bird. do no such thing. Never heard yeah. it. No, I haven't heard it. Um, no, that's fine. Not his best joint, but it's fine. Um, may the Lord watch, little brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. A Midnight Marauders, A Tribe Called Quest. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Classic. Milky Way hey, Boz. I'll say yes. I'm sorry, what? Milky Way by Boz. I've never listened yeah. to it. Yes. I've never listened to yes. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Only Built for Cuban Links, Raekwon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, Reasonable Doubt, Jay-Z. Yes. Yes. 
Riding yeah. dirty, UGK. Yes, my yeah. nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't appreciate it like that, but yes. Run the jewels too. Run the jewels. Yes. 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 That's excellent. Supreme. Even I feel like three is better. Supreme. I think two is the best one. Hey, nobody asked you that, Twan. We don't give a fuck. We keep talking. Supreme. What number are we on, Twan? We at twenty one. Right. Twenty one. Okay. Supreme clientele, Ghostface Killer. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Straight up, classic for me. Straight up, yes. Okay. Take care, Drake. Absolutely not. No. no. <laughs> I listen to Lord Knows and keep it pushing. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Because Lord Knows. Underground Kings. The Chronic, Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's fair. I'll say yes. Uh, I'd say no. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. There's some skippable songs when I listen to them now because I was like, what the fuck were we doing? Well, they're very raging. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, yeah, nah. Um, The infamous Mob Deep. Yes. Mm -hmm, Yes. Yeah. The Lost Tapes. Nas. Yes. Yes. It's Illmatic. It's just shit. Yeah, it is. It's his second best album and everything else is stupid. Low End Theory. A Tribe Called Quest. Yes. Yes. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Yes. I have to say yes. Uh, the only good thing she's ever done in her life. You got to deal with it. It's, Do I have to listen great. to Zion? Do I have to listen to Zion? Yes, man. Zion yeah, is not a, a bad song. song. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Deidre. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Deidre. Yes, Deidre. Why would you say it the same key? Because, <laughs> because she knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Like uh, okay, and I—I'm I, sorry. I never, I never understood why y'all like this nigga because his rap style is so boring. The realness, oh. Cormega. No, I don't know the album. No, no. album, <laughs> y'all. I'm sorry. No, uh, the War Report, Capone and Noriega. I have to say no. Sorry. No. There were skippables on there. Yeah, no. If they would have did the reunion out by CNN, yes. But if they war report is a no. <laughs> uh, things fall. The roots. Things fall apart. I'll say yes. 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 Absolutely yes. Um, word life. O C. I've never yes. heard it. Oh, it's a yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, nice. Right. Oh, look at this <laughs> last one. Is interesting. Um, Jesus, Kanye West. I would say, yeah. no, yeah, saying yes. no, no skibbles. I'm saying no yes. skibbles for me. I, I don't skip shit. No, <laughs> I play that from start to finish. Yeah. The one with Chief Keith, kind of like I got to be in the mood for, but no. I didn't agree with the general no. consensus. It's a great record, though. I, I, actually, I, I, I can keep on that shit. On shuffle, and I'm okay. <laughs> right. it's a yes. These bitches can't know. handle me. When I put Yeezus on, I put it in with a slight grind and hold it for the right time. Now, it is my favorite song in the whole fucking record. And make a scream like, ah! exactly. All oh, right, so that how many? Say, how many I'm gonna fist the girl like the civil rights sign. Come on, Bruh. <laughs> Twan, how many? We over fifty percent. Really? We're at twenty. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. That's now. That's the fail. My question that's, that's still failing. Is, that's enough. If we all went and listened to these records individually, would we come up with the same number? Probably not. No, it would probably be lesser. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like some, like, the majority of, like, you couldn't go wrong with some of the classics. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Which I feel like it's, it's cheating. Out, obviously, come on, like. I feel like, I, I feel like it's up. lazy. Like, that's cheating. Damn. Like, he, he literally went and grabbed, if I were to go through here and just look at how many of them you know are classics, like, 
B by Common, we know is a classic. Black on both sides. So Twan Counties. Um Commons, most deaths. Uh-huh. Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu Tang's. Nas is Illmatic. Reasonable Death. Enemies. Life Kanye's. After Death. All of Kanye's, which was like three Kanye albums. Three Kanye records. DMX's album. Um, he put Biggie up here thinking he was gonna get away with that. Uh, a Tribe Called Quest, two albums. Yep. Two of the two Kendricks. Raekwon, Jay Z, oh, Ghostface. Oh, what other kids did he have? Yeah, Good Kid and Damn. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Dr. Dre's Mob Deep. He had two Nas albums, Lauren Hills, The Roots. And like, he didn't put more Roots album. He put one Roots album up here. <laughs> you know. It, it to me that's just cheating. Like dog, you, if you you really want to you really want to give us some albums that yeah, you think we, have no skips, you should have gave us some we, joints that ain't classics. If we put if we just did a classic, that's about nineteen twenty. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 it is kind of cheating. It's cheating, man. It's lazy and it's fucking cheating. Then he tried to Go squeeze ahead. shit in here like uh, twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive and a Jeezy album and Ti's King album. If you don't get out of here and a Sticky Fingers <laughs> album, a I will say this though. The sticky fingers he, was fucking with me. He, Somebody gets subjective, but why the sticky fingers out? I don't know. I'm gonna say this: the, the fact that there's no outcast, bro, none. Ooh, right. Good point. Yeah. Outcast no, didn't come out with a bad album. But there's Run the Jewels, so does that count? Because Killer Mike was Dungeon Family. But how many yeah, outcasts that Jason he has, he has <laughs> Run the Jewels. He has UGK and Ti and Jeezy. And Jeezy, like the fuck? Yeah, because you could you could have put like you could have put a uh, um. If you could have put Outcast first three albums up there, and again, no skips is what he's going for. He's saying no skips. Let him play Lisa Kelly, yeah, the ATL and Criminal. You could have put the best Ti's album on there. He didn't put trap music up here. Damn king. Yeah, trap, but trap music don't have no. It's a, not a no skip album either, and that to me is Ti's best joint. Not that's agree. still better than fucking King. King is like, bad. I agree as well. <laughs> King is bad, dog. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, like, like, what you know and talk back. Literally, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> not even that song with Jamie Foxx was even good. That's not even his most like commercially successful album. It was the one after that, wasn't it? What was the one that had like six commercial songs? What you know was on the ATL soundtrack. That was yep. two. Like uh, all day. Well, maybe that. Yeah, I guess that's why he picked it. Then, still not good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I love how he picked Commons B, but he didn't take it all the way back to Commons' first project. Like, well, his technically it's his second project because his first project was kind of borrow, borrow a dollar, and then Resurrection yeah. came out. It was the one that people call a classic, which it is. But it is. I'm just saying. Very great album. Yeah, I'm saying he didn't do those, but he did be. I mean, like Order for Chocolate is a classic to me. Right. That's my favorite common album, actually. Mine's Resurrection. I agree. I do like it. I just think I heard it way too much, and it just got. Nah, never. DJ Premier's best beat is on that album. I I, 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 that's dope. I want the vinyl for that joint. Oh, that uh, I still love the uh, he. I think like Order for Chocolate has some of the best production. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like for me, all day. Because, uh, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Six Sense. Dilla, 
Dilla flipping that damn um uh Rick James beat for doing it. Mm. Oh yeah. That was solid shit. So um this is gonna be interesting because we have two women tonight, so it's not just gonna have be Lino DJ when I ask this question. Uh with three niggas answering, which would clearly some people would listen and be like, three niggas explaining something about this, mansplaining. Um So I was I was I was listening to and I'm actually going to do the break. So y'all that know we break the shows up into two parts. I'm actually going to do the break at some point right here. So it's going to be after I ask the question. Sorry. Not sorry. This is how we, this is how we and make a living. Um, so I was listening to this, uh, this video essay on YouTube, which is like my new thing now. Podcasts and video essays on YouTube about movie stuff, TV stuff. And this guy was talking about how much, how much television in general and when I say television, I mean basically anything you can watch, film, television, anything like that, anything you can watch on the TV. How much television has just incorporated or made it completely okay to make that has made it oh has basically made it understood universally funny when that men get raped in prison. Or that male rape in general. Wait, what? It's funny. It. it I mean, they. He basically was like, whether you understand it or not, male rape and specifically prison rape of men is just the one of the most used jokes in television, and not just in television. It's in like songs. It's in kids' television, it's in adult television, it's in movies, it's in a lot of comedies, like, a lot of comedies. That is, like, the punchline. In, in movies you watch where they're threatening a person, like, even if it's a cop show, they'll typically threaten a person by sending them to jail, and they'll become somebody's bitch, and that's how they'll get somebody to talk. Like, those type of threats are considered, like, comic, like, funny comedy. And... The more I was listening to it, I was like, damn, yo, he he's right. He's absolutely right because he played 50 Kids million examples. Shows? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids cartoons will have it in there, too, but it's more subtle. Subtle? Like, that, like they had one where they had, where they had somebody, they had one where they had somebody, like, juggling something, and they were like, don't drop it. And it was, it was like a straight up, like, don't wow. drop the soap joke. And they like, have don't drop the soap joints, or they'll like have some like huge, like, dude character over like a smaller dude character with like um, a threatening thing going on. They right. And they're essentially, and Mary, if you can get closer to your mic because you were a little low, they, um, they were essentially just talking about how it has just become accepted that weak men are funny, and because of that, rape of weak men is essentially something used in comedy a lot. And it, a lot of it derives from like this, this toxic, it, it helps to build up toxic masculinity, but it also does things like help push this concept that of this, this, this concept of black men also as being savages, because in a lot of comedies, when they're making fun of like a white man going to prison, it's that he's going to go to prison and get raped by a big black dude, which con- continues to push that racist ass narrative. Or like, if you remember in, um, <clears throat> What's the uh, trade in places? My man gets raped by a big black gorilla, and that is a comedy. That's comedy that happens at the end of that. You know, they'll they'll use that as a gag too. Like, up, oh, he ended up getting raped. Isn't that funny? So, I was wondering, is like our prison rape jokes 
considered punching up. And that's why they're that, funny? Ooh, that's a good question. Bam, it's your boy Gangsta Gibbs. Where's my motherfucking 40 acres, America? Where's my 40 acres.com? Fuck with me.